Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Thanksgiving edition of the Swolecast. Uh, the, the Thanksgiving edition over the past years has been kind of all over the place. Uh, but today, it's going to be pretty buttoned up. We're just going to get to all the plays. We're going to get to the uh, the main slate, then the Thanksgiving slate. Um, no truly show. It's just going to be buttoned up, um, but also a show where we give thanks. And we just show our gratitude for all that we get to do here on the Swolecast. It's the Swolecast here on RudderGrinders.com, Thanksgiving edition. Yep, that's me. I just want you guys to know I'm total dust. I'm the problem. Hear ye, hear ye. Give it to the guy with the crypto dunes, Abby, to not understand content. <laughs> I should have known you getting 30 likes was directly written by someone else. <laughs> you know me. I don't do a, a ton of research before the show. I put no research into this. Don't know if it's true at all. You're on the right show. To it, bro. Live a little. (laughs) Live a little. Just live a little, guys. (laughs) All right. Welcome in. It's the Swole Cast. David Kitchen here alongside Mr. Total 05. He said earlier, he's too corporate now for the Truly Blitzed show. Um, So this is going to be a regular show for him. Looks like it's cold up there in Wisconsin. Um, Also, Davis Matic, the stash is just epic. I know Um, you're jealous, Dave. I know. I know. You're, I know you're jealous. I'm at the point where at first I was making fun of it, and now it's just like, okay, all right, that's pretty nice. Uh, and then we got uh, Peter Overset. Guys, how's it going? I just realizing how washed we are. You know, we used to do the truly blitz. We'd bust out the robe. Sometimes I think I had a turkey hat. You had the turkey hat. Yeah. I was too that's lazy to go even in today. my props closet. I'm just, I'm just washed, man. Also, um, the kids are home from school today. There we go. <laughs> no, quick on the trigger there. <laughs> that was pretty good. Sosa's having a yeah. good show already. Uh, the kids are home from school today, so just uh, watch the language, guys. That last yeah. week was last week was really yeah. Bad. We got a note from Dan Bach about the f bombs. Yeah. I think I had no two or DB. Three DB week. said it was bad. funny. DB said it was funny. He said no, he said a, he laughed particularly comments, partic- particularly at my last one. Um, yeah, you guys I just I need. Real quick here before we get into the meat of the show, I'm just gonna need a James Cook apology from the three of you, and then we can we can move from forward. From me? 
From no, me? not from you. Mostly from Dave. Mostly from Dave because he gave me he gave me the you face. Dave's Dave's on his phone. Dave's Dave's not paying attention. This show is just going to be us having to take apologies for when we were wrong on something. That's going to fill up the entire hour going forward. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I may uh, have been initially. You guys would. You guys would be apologizing to me for a lot uh, (laughs) just over the past (laughs) off season, minus the whole Deshaun Watson thing. But, yeah, tough uh, scene, tough scene for the soccer day best ball teams to to just to know that they're all all the stacks are dead. I think everyone's best ball teams are dead. Really, it's like uh, <laughs> almost got to win. <laughs> Someone you, does have to win. If you have a live team, then you you I'm almost certain you practice like witchcraft. Um, it's just whoever has the CJ Stroud double stacks that, that that person gets to win. I think. I don't know my my one out of six advance rates looking pretty good, guys. Oh, <laughs> there you very go. nice. <laughs> right after I give my uh, drafters uh, team on here last week, Mark Andrews goes down. Um, Jamar Chase no longer has Joe Burrow at the helm, so it's just been it's been tough. Uh, but that's why we have. The Thanksgiving slate, which we're going to get to in the second half of the show. And so that means we have to really kind of just uh, get through this part. Um, and we can't we can't spend like 50 minutes on this slate. So with that no, being here's said. The thing. Here's the thing. Okay. I kind of think the yeah. Thanksgiving content is a little bit saturated. I, I think we just go all in on, on the main slate. Because I as I've realized via yeah. my Twitter mentions, more sure. people than you think watch this program. Like a lot of people watch this show and they watch it on demand. Like they watch it on the weekend. Yeah. I actually um, was at a kid's basketball game on Saturday. I think I was like, dude, Oh dude, dude, I haven't listened to this podcast yet. He's like, I haven't listened to this podcast yet, but I'm going to today. Uh, shout out to, to Drew. That's uh, that's uh, he said when I, I usually, when I listen to it's on Friday or Saturday. So yeah. the news is already, so I think we, broken. I think we go, Pretty hard on the main slate. Okay. All right. Uh, Peter, do you have a problem with that? No. I'm just here okay. for the vibes, the friendship, yeah. the camaraderie, the fraternity. Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, with that being said, let's uh, let's get on to the uh, Overzet's overview of the week. Got that dog in a butt. Got that dog in a butt. Overzet overview. Come on. All right, since, uh, you know, it is the Thanksgiving Swolecast, and I thought instead of doing an overview and, and jokes and roasts, I thought I could share a few things I'm specifically thankful for this year. Um, so first of all, I want to say I'm thankful for Sims, the simulation, so I don't have to take ownership of my own bad decisions and can just uh, <laughs> blame the robots when my lineups don't do well. So thank you to the Sims for that. Um I also just want to mention as a quick aside, I did hear the real reason that Sam Altman got ousted from OpenAI is because the Sims were including the commander's defense in the Sam Howell stacks last week. <laughs> the board saw that and they said, man, this whatever you're working on, it's got to go. It's um, unethical. <laughs> I'm thankful for David Kitchen, uh, who is a consummate professional, the best host in the business. No one yeah. knows how he juggles being on time, being prepared, moving the show along at a perfect place, all while finding the time to get absolutely shredded in the gym. Dave, you're an inspiration to us all, and I'm thankful for you. 
Uh, I'm thankful for Davis Maddock as well, who despite going on vacation this past week, managed to record an episode of the Gill cast from a tin can so we could all have content on a Monday morning. Thank you, not, Davis. Not just, not just that. He also sent, instead of sending the file to the media team, he just sent them the link, which there is no like download so we had to record I did, it in I did, real time. I did get it corrected, but I literally recorded the podcast, <laughs> uploaded it, posted it on Twitter, and got in an Uber to go to the airport. Said, so I wanted David, on the record. I, I, I did the best I could. This is great. Devin, now. here's the link to the show. <laughs> 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 and there's no download yeah. option on it. The also the, the best part of that too is Davis saying he was on the beach watching everyone have fun in the sand and the water while he was it building DFS lineups or drafting teams on your phone. Davis, is that how you spent your weekend? Seven hours of commercial free football, right? Like this. AirPod. Oh, you're watching Red Zone. That's Air, AirPod in seven hours of commercial free football right here. Getting some sun, got some That's got good. some rays, and got seven hours of commercial free football. Oh my goodness. Um, I also am of course thankful for Mr. Tuttle 05, who uh he has the toughest task of all of us on this show, which is making a terrible take so outlandishly bad that it can actually stand out from all of the other non-branded terrible takes. It's like one of the hardest things for Tuttle to have to do is find something that egregiously bad. So thank you for your service, Tuttle. Um, I'm also thankful for producer Sosa. Um, I don't think there's another producer of live content in the entire world who can always perfectly screen share a semi-relevant GIF a few seconds late. There's literally no one better at it than Sosa. We are appreciative of you. I'm also thankful for the chat. You guys are really what fuel us, what drive us, what often distract Davis from paying attention during the show. Thank you so much for all that you guys do. I'm thankful for Roto-Grinders and Better Collective who continue to forget to do a proper audit of how much this show cost them and what it's contributing to their bottom line. So thank you guys for continuing to turn a blind eye to the Swolecast. And finally, I'm thankful for this abbreviated content week where we will all spend limited time on the slate everyone cares about in hopes of producing evergreen content about a slate none of us have even thought about for a split second. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Back to you, Dave. No, thank you. Uh, and also just... On that note, I uh, probably should say we have the uh, props and pick them package available for uh, $9.99 on rotogrinders.com, usually $50. Uh, so you can get all of the winners there. I've been crushing it. Uh, shout Even out to my Eric jokes Lyman make you them. a better host, Dave, because they revive you to do a necessary <laughs> plug. It's like, uh, you know, um, but we, we did do this. So, um, and to the live listeners, Doug McDaniel, over 23 PRA. Uh, in that Michigan game today, it's a it's a 4 p.m. 5 p.m. Eastern game. So for the live listeners, just hammer that. That's from oh, Kitchen's for, getting in on the props package. Now yeah, it's, too, yeah huh? it's from our good buddy Eric. Um, and so when he posts a prop, you just set an alert for it and 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 tail it. So with that being said, um, let's get on to today's slate. And again, not doing the Thanksgiving slate. Right now, we're going with the main slate. And uh, Pete, I, I must have missed the uh, team totals and um, just kind of setting the table, so to speak. There's two good ones, Bills yeah. and Eagles and Texans yeah. and Jags. Everything else is pretty mid. Yeah, you, don't, uh, you don't like I mean, the, think, uh, the Bengals and Steelers? I'm, just from think, There was no editorializing, Davis, just from a totals perspective. Don't get your panties in a bunch. Fair. You know what? Fair. <clears throat> I'm unbundling them. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, so let's, yeah, let's have a good show. Um, we had, a, I feel like we had a pretty good show last week. Um, I feel yeah, like all, all the on Cleveland Pittsburgh. No, I, I did say Jalen Warren. He was in our, our lineup uh, and he had that 75 yard to the house uh, call. Also That's my, uh, you did people yeah. forget that, but we don't cash game lineup took like uh, in the wildcat was it, I think four or five. Tough, hours. Just last tough, week, tough was... week, tough week in the cash game streets. If you are not a cabal, bro, very, very <laughs> bad week for you. If you are not a cabal guy in the cash streets, like anytime first place in the, uh, the $1,500 Billy maker is just people's cash team. It's uh, it's not going to be a good, it's not going to be a good time for you. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, quarterbacks, Tuttle. Man, you just go to the Buffalo game. Uh, yeah. Hurts, Allen. I mean, I ran uh, RG projections. I think we're like the only site that even tries to do main slate projections by this time. That's on right. I think it legitimately <laughs> is the only slate. Thank you to uh, Kyle Murray who does that on Tuesday nights. He, he grinds through those, uh, gets them posted. So if you're looking for that first look, that's the, the place to look, RG. Um, but yeah, of the cheap guys popping in early projections, it's Gardner Minshew um, yep. who's showing at 5,100. Otherwise, it's the, the high-end guys for me. Um, the one injury note we have to follow, and we have him projected out right now, is Derek Carr. Um, because I can please, certainly Please board. don't play yes. Derek. Yes, I would love to play Jameis Winston on this slate. Um, like I said, Minshew's already showing as like the, the top point per dollar option. So if uh, we can replace that with Jameis, that would be a, a lot of fun, I think. Yeah, um, you got Mahomes and Hurts. You got Stroud and Lawrence, right? Those are your your top four. And how then about, how about one Mr. Kyler Murray? Why, why, the, well, I mean, Kyler, they were, there were a bunch of near misses last week, but he, to my, to, to my very virgin eye, I mean, he just looks back to me. He looks like, doesn't look any different than the guy when he ran for that before. Yeah. When he ran uh, for some of those first downs and that touchdown there in the, in the end zone, that's how you know it's, he's back. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm glad I the touchdown like running... was in the end zone. It would have been tough for the touchdown. To not... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know. Uh the main point being he's back and he's running. Like it doesn't look like he is like not trying to run or stay in the pocket. Pete, is that what your uh eyes are telling you? Yeah, no, I watched that all 22 and just yeah. just seeing him scramble, I think he's just completely back to, you know, his pre-injury self. Uh yeah, I I I do like going to Kyler. Here here's the question for you. What do we think how much ownership is Stroud going to catch at seventy one or seventy seven hundred? I mean, it's sort of it's sort of interesting because he still the projections are not giving him the respect of Hurts, Mahomes, and Allen. I I want to say this is only the second slate of the year where Hurts, Mahomes, and Allen have all been in. What's and it, what's interesting, even on top of that, is are people just done with Pat? Are they just like the Chiefs suck? MVS drops everything. Kelsey's oh, distracted by his girlfriend. You know, like, like I think there, there definitely is a chance we get like a four to six percent owned Mahomes against the Raiders, right? Which is like, yeah, I look, guys, I get it. Like, I watch the game too. It, it's very frustrating to watch MBS literally have the ball in his hands and then just not score a fifty-one yard touchdown. But 
Yeah, I mean, if he's the fourth most owned quarterback of the slate, fifth most owned, I, I that feels like a good spot to me. And maybe that's just what someone says before they're about to lose anyway. <laughs> but I, I'm pretty interested in it. All right. Um, cheap guys other than Minshew that you like. Anybody? Jameis? Jameis. I mean, like, Jameis is such a point nine. So fun. Yeah. Jameis and Olave stacks would be fun. Um I was expecting some like really bad QB touts from from David here, but we didn't get him. I was, I was I, like a Jake Browning saving it. or something. Well, no, I'm, no, no. I'm biting my tongue. I really want to say Ritter. I want to say it too. I want to. I <laughs> yeah. but I'm not gonna say. You it. could do worse on this slate. That's kind of the thing, though. Like you get a pretty steep track. Like the bad quarterbacks on this slate are are well, really bad. I was gonna say Levis. Um, in tournaments, because... where do you get your ideas? They, uh, you know, big time favorites. This is the game. If you watch, like, let's just go down Narrative Street. If you watch Variable, he just seems like he's so disgusted right now. I think, I think that they were going to try to just like blow the doors open in this game. Like, they're going to blow the doors like, open by giving Derrick Henry thirty carries. Yeah, isn't this like a run funnel? Right, we're, yeah. we're back to the yeah. funnelings. How and, no. and the Panthers you, are a funnel? The team. Panthers have been their second worst on the year to running backs, other than the Broncos, and they've actually been fine against the pass. This feels like a massive Derrick Henry game. Uh, I just—he's just not the alpha anymore. He's like David. It's, it's David time, giving it's up timeshare. I gave him up. I mean, on I gave him up. His boy is insane. I mean, I and never thought the, I would see this day. Here's the thing. <laughs> The best chance for Derrick Henry on these like long runs are like screen passes, like getting him into space quickly because the offensive line, they are just creating nothing and he's not making guys miss. And so it's just, it's really tough for him. That's why I think that you're going to see some play action. I think, I think nuke is going to go nuclear. That's, that's my bold take for this week. Okay. Don't, I don't love it. I mean, I, I would say if Carr doesn't play, there are three quarterbacks who I'm thinking about playing Mahomes, Jameis, and Kyler. That that's pretty much my list. Can Not we... Hertz or Allen. That's a tournament. I... That's Davis's tournament stance, right? Yeah. Well, that, it's it? just I it's just that's I I'm I'm making my decision. Um that's how I am gonna play it. Uh obviously other opinions are available if you if you want to choose them. I just like a Mahomes in the middle of like you know just losing this huge game, he definitely wins the MVP if they get the number one seed. Like it just, how does he not get? And I don't think he even has a thirty point game yet this year. Like how do they not just let him go nuclear once? I, I need the uh, we talked we, we talked all twenty two. I need the I need the take here on um, Justin Watson because he's men. With the, oh, with I, the that's totally, back. it's totally legit. And he's only going to earn, like, the role is legit in the sense that he's the only one who can get open on, like, those post routes. Like, MVS, sure, he can just totally clear out. They don't really trust Rice doing that. Rice's dot is, like, super low. There, I thought maybe for, like, half a second last week they were going to use Kadarius Tony for real. I think Tony got three touches on the first drive. 
I made the biggest prop wager of my life on Kadarius Tony over six oh, and a half receiving yards, and he got seven. He got oh, seven, Jesus. but they measured it. They measured it, and I was like, if he doesn't get it right here, I know he's not getting another one, and I lose. So please give it to him. Uh, but yeah, Tony's not a real thing. The one thing that could throw a wrinkle in for Watson Tuttle would be if Richie James returns this week. Yeah. He'd been on IR, and then they made him a scratch last week. The the wide receivers just need a grown up in that room so badly, and that's exactly what Richie James is, and that would just really murk up the playing time that he's kind of solidified. It really feels like his route tree was different than Watson's. Um, and their last well, his ADOT game, like, was used, lower last week, like way right, lower. Right, they usually just send him down the field, and he tries to catch bombs. It feels like they actually completely changed his role. I'm not sure that's going to continue, but he's yeah, he's 3K. And, um, and so I, that was, was Tony hurt? I feel like they showed him Hardman on the side. Hard. Hardman got hurt. Yeah, but I feel like they're Tony with they show yeah, Tony Tony just uh he's he's like Schrodinger's injury in the sense that like he's just always like a little bit injured or not <laughs> injured. Like it's like he, yeah. he just he just is exists in such a fragile state. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm gonna flag plant forty nine hundred dollar Jameis. That's my that's my I, I, I might just do every team be a Jameis team if he plays. Can I, can I, fine, I'll say it. Let me do like a yeah. Davis Maddock esque hot take. Patrick Mahomes is unplayable at 8,200 in this version oh. of the offense. Ooh. You're going to not play Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen. There's like nothing there. You can't stack him with Kelsey. Kelsey costs 8,200. Like who's paying that? In, in Las Vegas has actually been way more friendly to the ground game. You got to think they just give it to Pacheco a ton. I don't know. I don't like it. It's a vibes-based take, but I don't even think you're wrong. That's why I literally think this might be this might be the the lowest uh, this might be the lowest ownership he's had on a main slate in like three years. Where's uh, is Taylor Swift still touring in? Yeah, she's South still America? she's still killing people in Brazil. Stop! It was <laughs> Argentina. Very it woke. was Argentina, but stop! Come someone on. died at her. Someone died at her show, brother. It, it was at and she she did it. What did she oh, ship someone? No, <laughs> no they just weren't. Depends on, they weren't. If you listen to the mainstream media, Peter, <laughs> they weren't allowing water into the stadium. I cannot believe you said that, Davis. After all these years, we're going to get canceled by the Swifties. That's that's going to be the way the Swolcast goes out. Dude, if the Swifties should make it 20 minutes into the Swolcast to cancel us, more they power deserve to it. We deserve it. Yeah, they deserve yeah. it. Yeah, we're supposed to give gratitude on this show. I all love right. you, Swifties. Don't come at me. Davis is the there one that go. said it. Thankful, thankful for all the Swifties. Uh, yes. Swift and Kelsey scoring on on Monday was just poetic. All right, um, running backs. No, no, no. DraftKings. DraftKings. David, remembering how this show works. <laughs> After ten years, we're on. Now this pilot. is a first look show, so. I'm going to exclude myself from picking Winston here because I don't want to be responsible on Sunday for, for sending out the swap. Yeah. You got to send out a global alert. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. All right. Davis, you do oh, go I get first. The pick first. All yeah. right. I'm going to start us off with a puker. I'm going to take AT Perry of the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> oh my came- God. <laughs> you are. You're not going to tank the lineup by putting <laughs> by putting Winston in. But I think I think Perry Perry is playable. I I mean Perry. Whatever people thought Jalen Guyton was going to be last week before he got ruled out and he projected to be twenty percent owned. Perry is just a better version. 
of that guy because he's a better player. He went he, to Wake, he, right? Yeah, he's he's a big dude. Right? He so you would think like, oh, you know, Shahid, he's good, whatever. No, after Michael Thomas got injured, it was all Perry. Perry led the team and routes run um, in okay. in that game. So he just is a full time starting wide receiver for thirty two hundred. I'm not uh, request to produces Sosa to screenshot this lineup so I can follow along here. Yeah. In the 5K challenge DoorDash and Clay Matthews Sunday football series. Did we beat Clay Matthews last week? I actually think we did. I for I got uh, distracted with my Thanksgiving themed overview, but I'm pretty sure our lineup was actually decent last week. All right. Good stuff. Um I need to bring up an editor's um, note real quick. Uh, yeah. Michael Wilson, also 3,200. Not going to veto it. Just going to say if, if that's more. I, I, Michael Wilson, healthy. Michael Wilson, Dave, Michael Wilson, also a good play. I'll let the users choose their own adventure there. I just, I'm worried that, you know, short King summer uh, might be encroaching. I, we might have the return of the Dorchman uh, that, that would be encroaching on Michael Wilson snaps. <laughs> also, I just want to point out, I was listening to the guild guys this week. And at one point, I think like it was even just like said ironically or unironically by Sammy Reed. He's like, Greg Dorch is the goat. Like the, the amount of Greg Dorch love there was on the Gilcast this week, like took my breath away. Well, that's because he is the goat, dude. Like Greg Dorch <laughs> is awesome. Like un- unironically, Greg Dorch is awesome. He never really let us down, right? Like that's the that's the thing. We I can't have I can't think of a time where he was shocked where he was bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He averages 13 um, and a half points per game in games where he has a route share above 66%. You want to give us a, a quarterback, Peter? Uh sure. Um let's do Yeah, let's do the uh let's do the Kyler thing now that we're talking about Dorch. It's got Kyler Amazing. on the mind here. Is is Hollywood Brown also unplayable, Peter? While you're making definitive statements? Um it sure yes. feels like that. It really does. I'll let someone else pick the stacking partner. I, I will yes. just say, as my stack, if normally the person who picks the QB gets to do the stack, I just want to jam in the bring back of Puka. Good. Very good with that. What about, I mean, we could keep the short King Summer thing going with 2-2. Yeah. Mm. Just on right this game. Tuttle. Sims say it's viable in the Clay Matthews challenge. What's uh what's Puka's injury status? I know he was hobbled last game, but now he we're... was fine last at the end of last game. Shoulder it's, injury, I mean, but shoulder. Uh, we'll keep him in there. We, uh, Pete will send. He out was all buddy buddy order. with McVeigh afterwards. I mean, he was fine. Yeah, Cup is the guy. Have you ever seen an injured guy uh, not smile before? I mean, yeah. Um. This is not you go, David. I, I this is not an easy. All right, well, I'm I'm gonna put my guy in. I already. This is the uh, live little oh, play of the week. The uh, DeAndre Hopkins as the uh, third wide receiver. I'm sorry, guys. That was my yeah. fault. I should have taken Henry, yeah. so you couldn't have taken Hopkins. I mean, David. This is yeah. you know what? Whatever, whatever, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. That's not that bad. You're you're That's... you're throwing At Perry as like the starter <laughs> for this lineup, and then you're gonna say like. David, for playing nuke against the worst team in the NFL. Your favorite tout, your favorite tout is going to show up with A.T. Perry at 33% in his Millie Maker mix. <laughs> so just, just be ready. Just be ready for that. Uh, stacking partner here, light work, best tight end in the NFL, uh, the new Gronk, Trey McBride. Yeah. Uh, last week, 
Last week, he was 50% owned. I'm going to guess he'll be a little bit more reasonable, 37% owned this week. Fine, fine by me. I'd like it on record that I haven't made a pick yet, but I'm also not mad at that. Well, we've also given you like three chances to. <laughs> no, you, get, you gave me one chance, and then I gave it to you to try to. <laughs> but like, you were the third pick. Like it wasn't like I threw it to you first. Like you had two guys to go through. This, I mean, this lineup sucks. It's, it's. I'm trying to like salvage an already dead lineup in my brain. That's is what we do around here. We make shitty lineups. Yeah, our right, well, a lot. Bring it my back. My brain is overwhelmed. All right. Um. So with that in mind, let's just go Broncos defense here. <laughs> I was not expecting you to bring bring us back into uh, to EV with the Broncos D. I got nothing, guys. This lineup yeah. was dead on arrival. This lineup, this lineup is not that bad. This lineup is not that bad. We've made. It's work. also not that good. <laughs> All right, we got we got running back and flex with sixty one hundred dollars left per slot for honestly, slots. yeah, it's more of the slate than how dead the lineup is. It's like, do I want to really say, hey, let's play, yeah, Javante Williams Peter. or Jonathan Taylor or whatever? Yeah, I, I was gonna say uh, JT would be fun to put in here. He's gonna like be that. the chalk, right? Like, I mean, we'll get to running back in a second, but running back. Is no, just I mean, gross Tampa Bay's a pass funnel. There's not gonna be any room for him. To... I couldn't even. I couldn't even commit. I couldn't even commit to making fun of it. Uh, all right, I'm gonna take. Wait, it's not my turn. It's Peter's turn. I just nope. did JT. Or it's your just turn took then. Taylor. It's your turn then, Dave. It's David, and then me. Uh, yeah. Oh boy, let's. Uh... I kind of want to throw in Rashad White. I know I, I've. I I'm going like to guess. Him. I'm going to guess the Sims aren't crazy about a Jonathan Taylor Rashad White correlation. Well, the thing is, Rashad White's not even a running back, really. He's a slot receiver. He's a $6,100 slot wide receiver. <laughs> oh, man. This lineup <laughs> is right. something. Yeah. This lineup went south. <laughs> All right. We got 5,300. Um, Davis, baby. Oh my God, we got a, we got a, we got an At Perry bring back. We could play Drake London. Let's just put Dalton Kincaid in the flex. If yes, let's do it. Okay, all right. This I, I'm it's not even going to enter this in cash. I'm not even playing this in cash this week. It's too far off the optimal. Uh, maybe I should have gotten truly blitzed for this show. This is thing. If you this did, one's, this one's rough. If you did Javante uh, instead of Rashad White, yeah, you just go Javante and Kirk or something like that. Pretty rough, yeah. Why Kirk. do you want to? I don't. I don't. I would not want to be playing Javante even even with the defense correlation against the Browns. Why you don't like a oh, you're running back split in a thirty-four point total game? Sounds no, good to me. scared of that. Likely, yeah. Uh, not maybe not maybe not so much for me um i mean to me the best running back play is Bijan, right like oh shocker. of course it shocker. is well did you guys hear did you guys hear <laughs> the arthur that smith? did you guys what's hear he the arthur now? smith press conference what's it he sounds it now? sounds like it sounds like maybe it sounds like maybe he has learned a little bit it sounds like maybe the bye week gave him a chance to humble himself a little bit, but the long and short of it is that 
they're going to get the ball to Bijan more. And and Bijan was getting the ball a ton in their game before the bye. Like, they finally committed to him for real. He got 22 rushes, and he ran the third most routes on the team. Okay. Um, change defense. Go Bijan, change defense, and then see what we got. Who's got, who's got the cheap defense? I, th- I thought we were already done with the lineup. I was moving I've moved on. on. Yeah. Uh, okay. We want to – we we, we yeah, we're putting, the, putting lipstick on a pig, Dan. There's just <laughs> yeah, no point. Kate in there. All right, Davis. Since we're giving apologies out, um, I don't want an apology from you, but I would just like to see maybe if your stance has changed. Last week you said all in on HN, all in, and now well, yes. Got, after he got hurt on yeah. the third play of the game, I definitely reconsidered right. how good of a play he was. Well, definitely from. <laughs> Coming back from injury. I mean, all back. the faders, all the faders would have gotten, I mean, they would have gotten destroyed. Oh, like yeah. he got the first, he got the first two touches of the game. Like the faders, oh, so. the faders and the haters. <laughs> I just wanted, I just wanted on the record that if you didn't play a Chan, like whatever. Skolansky bucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, if what, what is, what is his, what is his ownership? If Mike McDaniel says he's our starting running back for this game against the Raiders, what what is his ownership go to at sixty six hundred? Good good talk, good talk. Yeah, I mean he's still splitting. I still think he was going to split carries, just like we've seen in the past. But anyways, all that to be said, Kyron Williams coming back this week. It's an interesting how much wrinkle on the slate. Yeah, how much exposure will you have to Kyron? I don't know. Well, That's I'm glad it. you asked, Dave, because actually right before the show came out, <laughs> I marked out my ideal exposures for every play on the slate. Yeah. And I have Kyron <laughs> in the 22 to 23% range across ideally a thousand lineups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Davis, this is the part where you just uh, say, uh, I, my exposures to me, what the Sims tell me. <laughs> my exposures are going to be what the Sims tell me on Kyron Williams. I mean, the issue is, the issue with players like Kyron Williams and like Achan last week is that they're going to be very subjective based on the inputs, and no person is going to have the correct inputs before the balls are before the you know before the game. That's just not that's just not how it works. Like you yeah. have to take a stance on guys like that. I took a stance on Achan; it didn't work out. I'm probably going to take the other stance on Kyron, not because I don't think he's good. But because I don't think it's like a particularly great spot, I would prefer the Rams wide receivers. Oh, they, Peter, don't you feel like there's some risk of like the Rams, like the magic is gone, like whatever kind of kept them scrappy in the beginning half of the year. It's like Stafford's banged up. Cup's not going to play. Puka's hobbling around. Like they built the entire ship out of, you know, 100% of the volume going to two guys. And now that's gone. Yeah, it, I mean the uh, if Puka's not 100, percent that's definitely a concern. But I mean, if he's good to go, I mean they they couldn't have waived Darrell Henderson quicker. I mean, the second Kyron Williams is like, I think I'm good. They're like, bye Henderson. I mean, later they're dude. Gonna give this guy 20 plus touches. So I don't know. I think Kyron and Puka are going to be PPR monsters in this spot. Yeah, I think the way they've handled their situation returning from IR is kind of telling on how they feel. Kyron is like some of these times sometimes you just have no clue if the guy's healthy um but they've really taken a like a firm positive stance I will say your stance on Kyron though should probably be dictated by projections and you just do the opposite so projections <laughs> consensus projections like 
I mean, if consensus projections are projecting him for a full workload and he's going to have high ownership, then you just you just go underweight. As opposed, it's an uncertain situation, so you just take the other side. Is basically what you do. All right. Yeah. Um, this slate of running backs, though, is it's wild. Like you got Camara, like head and shoulders above everybody as far as salary goes. Like you're not playing him, right? Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great, too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Right. Anyways, after that, right. After that is just like a whole list of of these mid range guys, and you have well, a bunch of a bunch of guys play. who have had, had like the most middling results. Like Jonathan Taylor, yeah, he was finally the workhorse, but like it was just one game, and that that game in Germany, he didn't get any receiving work. Barkley is like not the doing nothing, then scores two receiving touchdowns. Etn is starting to get. Like Dearness Johnson now is handling like a third of the snaps, so which is bad. so which is so weird. We have uh, you know, Singletary's like probably a stone smash unless Pierce comes back, and then it's just yeah. like totally who knows. Javante is projecting well, but again, that matchup stinks. Bijan Robinson's coach is Arthur Smith. I I really like Swift. That's why Swift feels like a yeah. good angle in that. Yeah. Game. I like Swift, and that and also. I do like Rashad White. I feel like he is like safe. Like he is a safe floor with with upside. Just he is the alpha there. You're not you're not worried about anyone uh siphoning any sort of um touches or you know if you get to the goal line, he's gonna be the guy. If they get behind, he's gonna be the guy. It's either like he's getting 20 carries if they're ahead, or if they're behind, he's given seven or eight targets. So um, I mean, you you almost kind of want them to be behind, right? Okay, here's let me let me describe a guy. You guys tell me who this guy is. Everybody hates playing him. Do we have to close our eyes? No, everybody hates playing him. Under six k, gonna have pretty much the entire workload in the backfield. Ramondre. Nope. James Connor. There you go. It's kind of a James. I, Conner I can way. I can like, see it. I actually it's, it's ugly, time, but it's kind of a James Conner. Yeah. Most of the time, I would give that the Nah wave, but I I can see it. I'm Tony Jones Jr. was randomly playing all the third downs. I, I don't know how sticky yeah. that is. Can, let me let me throw in another wrinkle, and then we'll move on to um, wide receiver. 
the Steelers, we know their offensive struggles. We've talked about it in the past. They just fired, finally, Matt Canada. Do you know who took over? The running backs coach. Jalen Warren's dad. I hope so. If you are the new offensive coordinator there, and you have seen these guys, isn't it kind of a Jalen Warren week this week? I mean, like, it just feels like probably the the move any offensive coordinator is going to make is they're going to look at the output of the two guys and be like, this shit doesn't make any sense, and give Warren more touches. Right. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't even think. I, I think your your thesis is correct, Dave. All right. Any? Uh, I guess there's no cheap guys. Peter, do you want to take a stance on anybody? You mentioned Pacheco earlier as like if there was a play in that Chiefs offense, it'd be Pacheco. Yeah, I mean, I thought Pacheco looked pretty good, um, and the Raiders suck against the run. Uh, I like that. And speaking of two guys from that same game, I mean, he's a little pricey, but DeAndre Swift, I thought, looked as good as I'd seen him in a while. If I'm doing the eye test, actually looked like he had a little explosiveness uh, in that game there. You can run on the Bills, too. So I like Swift at 6,800. All right, let's move on to receiver. We got the A.T. Perry uh, play earlier. I don't know Honestly, why you guys are acting like this is some insane off-the-wall play. Like, it's the same thing as Michael Wilson. I have fond memories of A.T. Perry in college, too. Oh, wait, he was amazing. Games. Yeah. Was Honestly, awesome. if you like, if you give me Jameis, I can see It's it. Rashid. You, I was just going to say, I guess the question for me is, like, how do you think he stacks up projection both points and ownership to Shahid? Well, the ownership will be none because no one outside of this show is literally going to mention his name. Um, and, but he ran, I think he ran 13 more routes than Shahid last week. Like what Shahid is exactly who he is. We, we literally know who Rashid Shahid is, you know, it's not a guy whose game improves by playing more, you know, but so Perry's just going to be on the field more. We don't need to spend the entire show. Uh, talking about A.T. Perry, though. I, I got one. I got one for you guys. Calvin Ridley, $6,000. Smashes last week. Are, do we, did we officially buy the narrative that That's the, he, just needs, the easy he just needs Zay Jones high. in the lineup, brother? That's already also been debunked, too. Like, I think Zay Jones wasn't even on the field for one of his, uh, one of his touchdowns yeah, that's what, last uh, week. That's what uh, Hayden, or jo Hayden or Josh, one of the two of them. Yeah. I just also, I mean, I just got to give a shout out to the Calvin Ridley slappies. Like this is, this is the the thought process of a Calvin Ridley slappy. First, we got to start taking this guy in the second round because he ran this crisp route during August training camp. Then they pivoted to, and oh, and because this guy was so good, the best route runner in the league, elite wide receiver. They then pivoted their messaging to, please God, we need Zay Jones back to unlock our guy that we were staking in the second round. I mean, the slappy arc for the Ridley people has been truly a sight to behold. Uh, man, Liam, Liam has been keeping me up to date on all the developments in in the Slappy arc, and it's really it's really been something to to <laughs> behold. He he and Kyle have just been going back and forth in my DMs, arguing about Calvin Ridley. It's been real nice. Oh. Uh, Peter, boots on the ground. Take Demario Douglas. Mm, yeah, is he uh, is he even player. cheap enough to consider? 
Okay, he's 4,400, so no. Are we worried about his splits uh, with Bailey Zappi? Are we going to get that's what that's what I'm saying? Boots on the ground. I'm wondering what the what his um, what are the Malik Cunningham splits? I will say, like the profile of Demario Douglas, it is now he is kind of up into the Kendrick Bourne range, right? Where it's like he gets a little more pricey, and people don't want to play or pay that kind of price for that volume. Where it's like when he's the super chalk guy, you just stay way clear of that. But if people don't actually want to play Demario Douglas, I think it's fine. Coming off a of bye week, he's healthy. Yeah, you got to see. The, oh. the let me tell you, as somebody who has uh, played these rookies after the bye weeks, aren't they supposed to get a boost? Let me tell you, Quentin Johnston did not get that, and whoever <laughs> the, the Marvin rookie, Mims boost was, yeah, huge. the Marvin yeah. Mims boost did the not, Marvin Mims did boost. not happen. I mean, it's it's been rough out there for the. Uh, Post as every days. single week sean payton's like man i'm gonna get this guy involved holy cow you know we're gonna find some more touches for him every week two end rounds zero targets since, thanks sean the ratio right on the other one yeah since we're on to narratives because of how gross running back is because of how poorly he did last week AJ Brown at 9K, I get it. He's super expensive. Good, also, good take. It... Good take from David. I love how he finds a way to backdoor into a good take once a week because of some Titans Association. It's re- it's like that is not a Titans Association. That is that's me watching film and watching game tape and seeing him <laughs> on the sideline with Jalen Hurts and knowing his time is coming next game against the Bills. Like he's throwing Ugh. such a temper tantrum. Is Sosa writing checks he can't cash right now? I don't even. I don't even have, I don't a, have beer, a beer in the house. Uh, at the in the house. <laughs> wow, coffee. we are guys. What a what a washed program. What a washed. I program do have here. I do have beers. I mean, we're we're having our ship chasing uh, yeah. show tonight. That's always very boozy. I don't. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. If I've I got some, right uh, I could red wine. You know, some cab. I guess if we want. Yeah, throw some throw some red wine back kitchen. <laughs> Are you in the office or at home right now? I'm at home. Okay. Um, you can tell. You right. can tell he's at home because he's not wearing his outfit for Cal. <laughs> Cam. Yeah. Cam. What's funny is when Cam got in the office, he's like, "Whoa, you look nice." I was like, "Oh, thank you." I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> J. Crew. All right. Um, as as far as other receivers that you like, we talked about. I like DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Davis. We know. likes at. At Perry and um, well, Calvin I got, Ridley. I got, I, I want, I want Peter's opinion on this. Okay, is Tank Dell so expensive at sixty nine hundred now that people don't click him as easily, or is he been such a success for the Slappies that he ends up like twenty two percent owned and Nico Collins is like six percent owned? Dude, I I was thinking about that's why I asked about CJ Stroud at that price. And I do really think when people like look at the projections and stuff, it's going to like swing back and it's like, I'll just save the money and play Nico at less ownership. And then you flip over the cards and Tank Dell's like 9%. And you're like, why didn't I just play goddamn Tank Dell? What do you think? I think think it's the latter. You think it's flipping? I think think Tank's going to be the only, yeah. Okay. It's a a what what have you done for me lately? Yeah. If that's the case, I'm fine playing Nico. What's Nico's price? Nico 64. is a jam, if that's true. He, oh, yeah. he saw 11 I, I, I was thinking fly. we were going to have like an actual discount on Nico from Tank. 
Yeah, he is priced yeah. up pretty high relative. Totally, to you don't even when it, DFS it, is it, so hard now. You don't even want the discount because if he was fifty eight hundred, then there would just be no discussion. You just have right, to yeah. you just have to eat twenty seven percent. So you actually but do. I, here's the thing: I don't do think it's a discussion now either. They're too close. I think. I think we yeah. need to widen the gap a little bit. What do you? How are you guys attacking this? I mean, Kitchen just mentioned AJ Brown, but as far as like Eagles Bills, like is this game going to catch a ton of ownership, or are the pieces too expensive for people to really stack it up? It kind of depends if there's like, so like if Michael Wilson or some cheap wide receiver ends up getting projected really strongly. Um, you know, if there's a, if there's like a an AT Perry or an AT Perry, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, you know, if, uh, if people are comfortable playing K Dotten or Pat Fryermuth or whatever, like that's kind of the direction you have to go where there's gotta be a three K ish player and people have to be comfortable eating. There's not even a, wow. There's not even a defense below $2,600 on DraftKings this week. That's kind of insane. Um, yeah, I feel like it's too hard, right? Like to to do, you could I guess do Hertz, Brown, Kincaid without having like total dust balls around them, but you couldn't add in anyone else. I don't think. One, uh, I think once owner projected ownerships released, whatever Shakir is, add like five percent to the. Oh yeah, very good. People, call I think he's thirty six hundred on DK. I think people mm-hmm. will chase that a little bit, um, so that Especially they're not playing the- eighteen carries of the world. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's crazy that Diggs isn't even after these past two games, but he's not even like on the tip of our tongues in the highest over under. Uh, well, who who has the zone versus man breakdown for the? Oh, for the God, don't even don't even go there. That matters for Gabe Davis, right? Does that's the Gabe Davis? Stat. Does it? Yeah, he's better against zone. I want to say I've really I've really lost sense. my patience. I've really started to lose my patience with shit that I know touts just say to fill airspace. And the man versus zone is like the number one. I, I think my technique would be it's nuanced, or my, my take would be that it's nuanced. Like, of course, it probably matters <laughs> for like Davis has no people. clue what that word even means. Yeah, who are you talking about, brother? Davis is much more <laughs> versed in vocabulary than I am. Davis could say. A million no, I'm just saying that nuance is not in his vocabulary uh, is what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. there you go, there you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it matters for a handful of people, right? But that's like really select. What no one, what no one has ever been able to adequately explain to me in either uh, a projection sense or a ball-knowing sense is why a guy would only be capable getting open one versus the other in the sense that if you are good enough to consistently beat man coverage, you're going to be impossible to cover in zone coverage. And if you are a zone beater, then you should also be able to run the type of routes that can win in isolation, particularly if you're a slot wide receiver, which is what a lot of these guys say. And also, most defenses do a hybrid of both. There are There is no NFL yeah. defense that solely does one or the other. So it well, just, that, that's the it, biggest argument, I think, right? And yeah. if Davis's take is true that it's now just such a prevalent talking head point, I think you could argue that that stuff is baked into ownership, right? Where it's like if two players were projected equally, all of that, and then one had the far better man versus zone splits, like the ownership projection now is going to tilt in that favor because everyone consumes that content, wants to jam it in on the good side of that split. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true. 
man, just a Justin hearty Watson. macro discussion by us. Look at no, us. How about that on that the back. <laughs> Justin hearty, Watson. Hearty Eleven. macro discussion, and David is just watching. Just watching. <laughs> <laughs> and if he wants to talk about Justin Watson now. I want to talk about Justin Watson. You know, 3K, 11 targets last week. Well, Peter said he's Obviously. unplayable. I'm no, not no, I said no. Holmes was unplayable. <laughs> Get out What's of here. What's the... Who who um I'm dro- I'm dropping a blank on the name. Who does the perception reception stuff with the route? <laughs> Matt, Matt Harmon. <laughs> there we Harman. go. We need the Justin Watson. I'm telling you, this guy Watson's route tree changed last week. This is the using the him down the field. Too. You mean? I mean, I can they tell you. I can tell you just by, I can tell you just by looking at his average intended yards from last week that it, it was much different. Yeah, and so he if that's had like a change a that's going to happen, like. Like, I don't, I don't it, think this was – what I'm saying is it wasn't a fluke game out of a Watson if that's, like, his intended no. usage going forward. Every once in a while, we'll get these fluke games where guys just pop up. It was also targets. it was also the the most snaps he's played in a game this year, and it coincided with MVS playing fewer snaps. Like, the, the wide receiver yeah. snap counts for Kansas City saw a big break last week. MVS went down to 47%. It was the first game he played less than 60% for the entire year. Sounds like, like it looks like Hardman probably would have played a lot because he played 20% and got hurt in the second quarter. So Tony probably had to play a little bit more because Hardman was hurt. And I think if Richie James is back this week, he'll fill in for some of that stuff. So just to be clear, we got six minutes left to finish wide receiver, do tight ends, build a fan duel uh, lineup, you. and do the Thanksgiving slate. <laughs> you know, Davis said we're going hard into the main slate, so that's that's what we're doing. Um, I do legitimately right. have a busy afternoon here, so let's okay, pick it calm up. Calm down. Calm down. I got a Brian let's do, let's do, the, let's do the fan duel team. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Real quick, this Cooper Cup Puka thing. Let's say that Cooper is out. Giga smash. Play okay. play a, a lot of Puka, like a lot, a lot, maybe a hundred percent. And then and then last thing, uh Peter, close your eyes. You're creating a lineup for your team. You you jam in a few guys, and then you click the optimize button, and you see in the optim <laughs> in the wide receiver slot a forty nine hundred Deontay Johnson. Because right now his projections are pretty good. Uh, as far as dollar per point, what are you doing with this, with that? Well, after discussing A.T. Perry or paying up for DeAndre Hopkins, Deontay Johnson starts to look real inviting at that price. A.T. <laughs> Perry, Perry's 63-yard touchdown in the second quarter is going to be one good. of the shining moments of my tout career. <laughs> I are going to come on up... here and you're going to make us issue an apology about A.T. Perry. I haven't brought up player profiler for a while um, yeah but i did this morning because i wanted to see uh green bay tight sure. ends and i like their strategy apparently they just draft or they just take these guys that are actually like really athletic which is cool yeah, yeah. um that's a thanksgiving slate type of thing uh perry's looking pretty decent and i, I do have fond memories of him oh yeah uh, he's good Pittman man. and evans Pittman and Evans, throw those in your um, your GPP mix as well. Let's move on to FanDuel now. All right, um, Davis, first pick, Dave? Davis, you were in my mentions uh, saying that 
you weren't going to make a Thanksgiving FanDuel lineup because it takes so much time to log into your account. I mean, I literally can't. Like, it, like, I, locks me out. Here's what I, I would like to do. I would like to do, like, a live stream. Not today. Not today. But I would like to do a live stream where where you live stream, like, how to get into your account. And let's just see if it takes, like, less than three minutes. Three minutes because is probably a good number. <laughs> like I just want to see the effort, the effort that has been made to really log into your account. And like two-factor authentication. What like what does that even mean? All right. All right I'm uh, taking so- I'm taking Jalen Hurts. It's a little bit easier. Uh it's a little bit easier to to jam our guy. On FanDuel, you gotta play the best plays. I'm gonna pair him with AJ Brown, so the other guys have to <laughs> really, really yeah. find the value. I like here. AJ. I like AJ Brown. Well, FanDuel is so weird because when you actually sort by like dollars per point, you actually get like the best plays instead of yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> isn't that crazy how that works? <laughs> All right. You uh, don't waste thirty minutes talking about AT. Um. Did we no we we jammed in Kincaid in the other one? Let's throw yeah. let's throw Gabe Davis in on on oh, Fandle. Can we do gross. can we do Shakir? I like I, it. Can I ask for Shakir or no? no. About you this. can pick whoever you want when it's your turn. When it's my turn, I will make my pick. Okay, all yes. right. Yes. Hey, I like it. <laughs> got some bite. It's got it's gross. All right, David. All right. Um, let's play James Connor. This is a this is a good FanDuel yeah. play. When I when I think of FanDuel, I do literally think of just like James <laughs> Conner flooding optimals. That that is very true. <laughs> All right. yeah. Davis. Uh, uh, do, 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 do. Oh, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just in time for Desmond Ritter to throw the ball nineteen times to Johnny Smith. I just love how no, we dude. talked about. When you sort uh, the the dollars per point, you get the best plays. We also know that FanDuel, you can play the best tight ends, and then you go with Kyle Pitts. Yeah, the best tight end. Best tight ends. Yeah. We're going. We're going. Uh, Chris Olave. Okay. Oh, Tuttle. I was going to do Shahid language, if you didn't do that because in case Davis is directionally accurate on At Perry, but At Perry isn't. I guess. Guy, I guess I should right. at this point give a tout disclaimer that like obviously Olave is a very good play. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> a tout disclaimer when do we start giving those out Classic. right now literally right now <laughs> all right so let's go uh let's go defense uh let's see with like cardinals if we pair them with james connor what we're left with Sixty-eight fifty. i feel like texans player. d is a smash trevor lawrence stinks okay or you can get yeah, two hundred dollars less for, and then you get sixty nine fifty. Uh, but that allows us to play. Uh, did we play Jonathan Taylor in the other lineup? We did. Yeah, we could play. Uh, we could play. Uh, this is kind of a weird spot. Let's go with Swift. Let's go with Swift. Let's go with Swift. I like it. Full onslaught. Yeah, anytime you can play DeAndre Swift and Jalen Hurts together, I think what you absolutely have to do it. <laughs> I, it almost worked last week, I guess, with uh, yeah, with week. McCaffrey and Purdy. So same thing. Pacheco's cheap as hell. How much does this FanDuel? leave us? Sixty seven hundred. So it's like 
uh, James Cook, Pacheco, Kincaid, Deontay Johnson. Deont- not Deont- literally any. Deontay Johnson's got to be the worst <laughs> fan of play imaginable. <laughs> Javante Why, is it would not be full point PPR. <laughs> All right, Javante. Yeah, let's, play, let's play Pacheco. Let's play Pacheco. I like that. All right, Great we really had him in play. the first half. What if? What if? Uh, what if we? Uh... Upgrade. Well, I don't know if it's an actual upgrade, but uh, Swift to Singletary, it makes my brain function a little bit better to look at that. Okay. That is a downgrade. I know. That's the issue. That's just a bad. The overcorrelation is like. You know, people are this, this Tuttle, this is for a sub 1000 sized contest where we don't have to worry about the slightly negative correlation between the. I don't know. Is it? Here's the thing. Is it a downgrade? Yeah, I feel like Gabe Davis kind of is Pierce going to be back though. It sounds like yeah, it, it all depends on Pierce. If, if Pierce yeah. is back, it's an obvious. Downgrade. And you're not issuing a global swap, so we got to keep Swift. In. No, all right, we'll, Gabe, we'll we'll stick Swift. Gabe Davis is this this week's or this lineup's uh, At Perry. Um, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, who boy? Um, tight ends: Trey McBride, Smash. Trey anyone McBride. other than it, Trey McBride? You already you solved it already. Okay, Trey McBride. Kincaid, sure. It's the usual if like, suspect. If, like, if you like six for sixty with a thirty-nine and a half percent chance of a touchdown, Don Kincaid is your man. Okay, Liam Murphy is typing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any strong takes about tight end, Peter? No. No. Okay. No strong. I really takes. like. Have I really I... like Michael Mayer. He he is like a full 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 route guy. He's like over. He's like over ninety percent route share now. He's cheap. And he's cheap. Yeah, he's very cheap. I think we might finally escape the tyranny of people uh, telling me all week that Evan Ingram is, you just, you know, you do the two tight end lineup. Like, I've had so many people send me optimal lineups with Evan Ingram in them. It's like they never learn. I think I'm finally just, I've been chasing this Evan Ingram shit, like not even specifically on DraftKings, but in the underdog drafts every week, he just projects so well. And I I think I'm just done. I'm completely. He was in the RG optimal that I used last week that cashed in the, uh, the wildcat thing for it. He led all tight ends in air yards last week. Yeah. Just like, I don't oh, even know oh. how that's possible with his a dot on the year, which is like at the lightest scrimmage. He's on the, he's on the buy low model for sure. Uh, I don't think the buy low model that? exists where anymore. Do you, where do you find that these days? Right, Common sense. <laughs> Common sense. Buy low model. Dude, would so, the ultimate heel turn be if like Hermsmeyer started like encrypting the buy low model on uh, a block on the on on on, on the BTC? flow blockchain? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be pretty good. All right, um, Dalton Schultz. Sure. Good play. Okay. All right. Let's, mayor let's mayor is my mayor is my terrible take of the week. All right. So we got the uh, Sunday slate. Let's move on to the Thanksgiving slate. Uh, <laughs> five minutes after. <laughs> These people that had tuned in after the intro. Why am I full second... screen? So sad. <laughs> <laughs> saying the second half would be the Thanksgiving You made a great face as a reaction. Yeah, the reaction gift. So, all right, let's uh, 
I don't know. Do we want to say anything about the Thanksgiving slate? Do you want to say anything at all, Davis? Like Cowboys, Smash, typical? Um, don't, like, my guess is, is that Tucker Craft ends up being the most owned player in the history oh of Thanksgiving God. DFS slates. So if you just don't play Tucker Craft, you probably don't have to worry about ownership or dupes or anything like that in the big contests. Yeah. I, I, I do whatever say the that, Sims say with Tucker Craft. If Tucker, if right, they say Tucker and, Craft's a good play, just listen to the Sims. And to that point, if you find yourself on Thursday night just wanting some action, we got Sim Labs. You can just go in, log on, Sim Labs, create however many lineups you want. It's so easy that even I can do it. That's uh, how about that's this? How about we all give our favorite non-obvious play for the Thanksgiving slate? It sounds like you've Jaylen. already got yours. Jalen Tolbert. Oh, that was one of mine. Jameson Williams. Nah, total. DF, this is 2023 DFS. Jameson Williams is going to end up being like the sixth multi-owned guy of the slate. No. You guys heard of At Zach Charbonnet? Okay. Okay, that's the that's the <laughs> old one. <laughs> Where do you get your ideas? Kitchen? Where do you that's get your ideas, one. Dave? Uh, oh, man. Christian Watson. Maybe that's maybe this is the game that uh, that he needs. So I was gonna. I, I like Watson. I think he's gonna end up being kind of popular. I'll do Dobbs, who's gonna be a little bit more expensive. People aren't gonna want to go to him now. They don't have Musgrave. It's leverage on like the craft stuff because they look to Dobbs all the time in the red zone. Like that's his. Yeah. One. See this. Go ahead. Pete queued this up just because he had this. Yeah, this, that's what I'm saying. This, no, he was like, yeah. let's, uh, let's do one take with that like we... a pre-prepared dog take. I just wrote up the newsletter for tomorrow. It's fresh in my head. Let me double dip. <laughs> I, like I was going to do Tolbert, but Davis kidding. stole it. Five targets in back-to-back weeks. What, what's the Green Bay running back situation? Anybody have a clue on that? AJ, yet? And, Dylan and, and Taylor. If you want to be, if you want to be a huge ninth-level Galaxy Grand Wizard, you play Patrick Taylor. I do not. <laughs> All right. Um, Tuttle, did you flag plant Diami Brown or someone? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, who's your terrible take for tomorrow? For tomorrow? I don't I don't have yeah. one. I don't have a terrible take. I, I was told Jameson Williams is too popular. Um, he's my take. Oh, he's not going to be that popular. I mean, it's only three games, but he won't be mega chalk. So let's uh, let's wrap it up then. Let's wrap it up. Um, and Tuttle, we'll start with you. Yeah, so I didn't give a main slate terrible take, and I didn't really have one um, other than choose your own adventure with the Carolina cheap receivers. So Mingo and or um, Chark, whoever, whoever you want to go with there, was the terrible take of the week. Uh, the prize picks, because Underdog doesn't have this line out, uh, is for a Black Friday. Uh, Emmett Johnson, Nebraska running back. We're going with the over 47.5 rushing yards um, against Iowa. Anthony Grant dealing with a sprained ankle may or may not suit up. I think this number's too low. So there you go. All right. Um, Davis? Uh, everyone... Thoughts and prayers to Derek Carr. Take another week to get yourself right. Let's get a $4,900 Jameis Winston, Chris Olave, A.T. Perry stack with a B. John Robinson bring back to win someone the stupid million dollars. 
Pete? Uh, I just want to issue a disclaimer to the disclaimer. A.T. Perry is, in fact, the best play on the slate. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've said his name so much. I need to just give context. His his fur, full first name is Atorian. So um, that Thank is... That's his his real name. So if he scores, you have to say like Atorian Perry exclamation point. Um if he, and then if he scores, yeah. if he scores, it's gonna be it's good branding for this show. If he's pretty good if he scores. It would it, it will be good branding for the show. Uh speaking of the show, just shout out to uh everyone who likes and subscribes and everything else. And just a reminder, um our Rudder Grinders experts have been 35 and 17 over the past three days for NBA prop picks, and right now. We have an 80% discount, $9.99, rotogrinders.com. That's our Black Friday special. Hasn't been cheaper than that. So uh, hop on that, and I will just say I'm thankful for you guys. This is um, it, Chat, this is Chat not just reminded me of the road to 10K. Are we still yeah. are we still fighting that battle? We're climbing. We're yeah, climbing. We're still we're still going up. It's still it's a steady it's a steady boat. But um, I will just say I'm thankful just to do this show every week. It is. It does not feel total high point like in my week to me, uh, and probably a good thing. Do, I don't get Kitchen, do what you love, and you'll yeah. never work a day in your life. That's right. That's right. So, uh, with that being said, appreciate you guys. Thankful for you guys, and I want you to have a great Thanksgiving slate. A good. We'd even talk about the Black Friday game this week. Um, Tim Boyle season and Sunday. So, um, so yeah, check out Sim Labs. We'll see you next week. Shout out to Sosa. And I think that'll be it. Later, everyone. Peace. Mm.